0: cliffcentral.com Welcome to Wedding Central with myself Kylie De Villiers. and myself
1: Ntombi Ntlapo.
0: We are doing what to expect from a wedding planner. Yes. And I was, I was doing a little bit of like soul searching and, and saying what do you expect from me when you plan when <laughs> I plan your wedding. <laughs> so from from my side obviously I've uh, I've steered a little bit a different direction in right. terms of what I do. So I know Ntombi you specialize predominantly in wedding planning. Um I've got I what what should a bride expect? Like the start? Starting out, or what? How should we start this? Um,
1: I think maybe let's maybe start with busting a few misconceptions. Yes. Okay. So uh, a lot of brides think that this is what you should be getting from your wedding planner, and then you're disappointed thereafter. Yeah. Um, Number one, you're not getting an employee. I think that's. Yeah, think, <laughs> think that it's like it's so paramount that you understand that. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, oh my gosh, Yeah, yeah it's, it's you know it's always my um you know my first thing you know you have to make sure that you understand that um you've essentially just gained a team member you're working with someone and this person is working with you not for you yes. and and I think it's a very difficult concept because you in your mind you're like well I'm paying you a service yes. therefore therefore you know yeah. you you know you work you work for me um and that I think also. So it trickles down into your relationship. And once your um, wedding planner starts to feel abused or owned or whatever Mm. the case is, your outcome might not be what you want. Yes. Purely based on the relationship. So it's very important that you understand that you're not gaining an employee. Mm. Um, Another thing is also a PA. Yes. In many ways we are. Yes. But only to wedding related Items. Yes, exactly. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? And I think it starts to... The line starts to get blurry... Um, when you have Many other people Involved So now the of the bride 100%
0: All the bridesmaids Now it's
1: Maid of honor and yeah. You know Now your plan Is dealing with 18 calls For one item And yeah. now you can't Keep control Of now I, know,
0: I only deal with The bride I don't know about you When, when we do take on A wedding 100%
1: wedding I've plans. literally Always said to my clients I'm only dealing With the bride and the groom Even with my emails I only ask for one Other email mm. to copy mm. And only if necessary Perhaps yeah. you know If the husband Or whatever the case is But ideally I want to deal with one person and that's purely because we're trying to protect ourselves. Yes. You, you don't want to forget something, and or he,
0: shared, he said, she said. You
1: know, now it's a things. debate, and and you know things get, and now people are upset. And at, at the worst case scenario, is something didn't happen because of this whole, you know, communicating with or many something
0: things. something. Yes. This one, no.
1: One hundred percent. So you, you you need to understand that um, one point of communication, and you're not getting a PA for your life. You're getting um, somebody to assist you
0: for the t- planning time <laughs> that for, you are planning. Yeah, okay. for the. Planning of your wedding.
1: Um, what do you think in terms of in terms of wedding planner? When somebody hires a wedding planner, what is a fair expectation to have?
0: Well, uh, the same thing in terms of they're not there for you at your every beck and call. Right. Um, I mean, yes, we are there to plan your plan, all the the schedules, your budgets, your timing, and all your suppliers. But we don't work we don't work twenty four seven for you. Yeah. Right? eight hours a day. Yeah. We have other weddings.
1: <laughs> um, Surprise. Unfortunately, yes, we
0: may have a wedding the day after the yeah. wedding. You yeah. Know? Um, so I think that's a big thing that clients need to understand is we are a service uh, we are offering a service mm. and we have a number of clients. Yeah. So it's like, for instance, a PR company that would pay, a, a company would pay you a retainer to be a PR company um, and you do a certain amount of work for that period of time. It's ex- it's basically the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. We, the, the PR company services a number of different clients, but they charge that sector. Yeah, I
1: actually like that kind of um, comparison. Mm. You are a consultant yes. and I consult with many people yes. and they've yes. all paid for the you know, that particular service. Know, piece piece. Yeah. So, um, um, it's, it's not unrealistic mm. to, to, to find that a wedding plan. And this is, I think a very good thing to highlight is that I don't know one wedding planner that does one wedding at a time.
0: No, that oh God! Can you imagine? We wouldn't. We wouldn't. We work. Yeah. We
1: yeah. You can't, can't live off be that. Able to live off yeah. It, yeah. Um So it's not realistic to expect your your planner to have all their attention. <laughs> thinking, can you imagine? Yeah. It's it, it's not possible. So it's it's not realistic to expect your your planner to have Political all the attention.
0: <laughs> oh great!
1: Sure, you can have me. You know what I mean? The whole yeah. That's great. Um But yeah, there are other clients, and you aren't. As much as you are a priority and as much yeah. as your business is valued, mm. there are other clients. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And you, you kind of have to see how – you need to be flexible. Mm. So as much as they'll try and accommodate you, they still need to accommodate yeah. um, other t- other clients.
0: So when, you, when a client is looking at the option of getting a planner, what, are the, what does she need to start to look at before or as she goes into this meeting of meeting a, cli- uh, a wedding planner? What should she be asking?
1: So for me, I think the main thing with um, that I find that clients have perhaps a disconnect with is people don't really understand what are you doing. Yes. You know, what, what exactly is the service? Because a lot of people, especially in South Africa, we're not at a stage where... Finally, we're at a stage where it's not a foreign concept, yes. but it's still a stage where we still have to kind of justify and what educate. Yeah. Charging, charging 100%. And, 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 you know, you still have to educate your clients and say, you know, this is why, and this is why it's going to be to your benefit and your wedding's going to... You know, all of those things are still things we still have to go through. Yeah. You know, if you go to Europe or the States or wherever, it's a standard. People aren't debating... Whether no. to have a wedding planner or not, it's kind of um, a standard. Um, it was
0: quite a. It was quite interesting when you when you heard Colin speak. From 100%. In the international markets, it was like you don't go to, when you've got a sore tooth. You don't go to the dentist. You don't fix the tooth yourself. You yeah. go to a dentist. 100%. So you're planning the biggest day of your life. Why, Why not go to a wedding
1: 100%. Planner? You're going to an expert. So I find that. Um, We are still at the stage where we have to educate um, or or, or justify the value of the the actual service. Yes, 100%. 100%. (laughs) So now let's get into the nitty gritty. What exactly should or could your wedding planner be doing for you?
0: Oh my gosh.
1: You understand what I'm saying? Um, Should it be on the day? Yes. Yes. You know
0: what? I think the first thing a wedding planner will look at is not maximizing, optimizing your budget. 100%. Um, Not blowing that budget, being realistic with the budget, um, advising you where is the better option to to focus your budget on Mm. or where can you cut back? Yeah. So I think from a wedding planner's perspective, I think we are there to – be realistic about a budget and also try and make sure we're not wasting any, any
1: money. 100%. And I think that comes down to um, conceptualizing and design. Mm-hmm. One thing that people don't realize is that when you consult with a wedding planner, mm-hmm. ideally they are getting information from you yeah. about what it is you want for yeah. your wedding day.
0: So that they can also start to see your vision. 100%.
1: Mm-hmm. They can now turn this into something that's workable, that's mm-hmm. within your budget. And I find that a lot of the times um, clients don't don't realize that without that conceptualization or without that design, that's where things go wrong.
0: And that's maybe something um... – uh, a couple should look at when they're starting to look at, okay, what type of wedding planner are we looking for? Are we looking for a wedding planner that is just there to manage schedules, manage budget, and on the day, run the day? Mm. Or are we looking for a wedding planner that has to do all of those, but also then take our vision and, and turn it into reality?
1: Basically. 100%. Yeah, and this is what I always say. Um, it's exactly what you were saying, Kylie, in terms of if you've got 100,000 rand… Mm. The way I spend it and the way you'll spend it will be different, but the way I will spend it will maximize the actual end product. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whether it's aesthetics, whether it's your mm-hmm. guest experience, whatever the case is, we can see where it's best to spend your money based on that consult and that design. Yes,
0: and what is more important to you as a couple? Hundred percent. I mean, I, and I think it's it's. I mean, with me being in the decor side of things, brides always look at the the what it's going to look like and all the beauty and all the big flowers and whatever else but then they've got no budget for yes. like, the bar i'm like <laughs>
1: That's important. Yes, not going <laughs> to have fun if they don't have a little bit of liquor. hundred you know? percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Rather just have orchids on the table like <laughs> yeah. one singular orchid yeah, exactly. and then have alcohol. Um, so so or those kinds of… You know, maybe, you, yeah. maybe
0: you're not an alcoholic. Maybe you don't… Uh, maybe you're not an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Extremes. No, maybe you don't uh, drink alcohol. Then obviously, the, then your ideas are different. Your
1: your focus your or your focus priorities are different. Are different. Yeah. No, that's hundred percent. So um, ideally, you want somebody who's going to conceptualize and design something for you because again I always say that if you have a design in mind and a concept in mind mm. it's always great to have that running at you know I I constantly go back to that concept and that design throughout the planning process every time we secure a supplier or we're looking at certain things or whatever the case I always say yes this feeds into it or no it doesn't this mm. now taking us away from this or now this means we need to redesign completely because yeah. now you've taken us in another direction right. yeah. and and Once you have that design, it's very easy to then start choosing Mm -hmm. suppliers and and all of that stuff because that kind of dictates your direction. Um, Another thing that a wedding planner is going to do for you is make sure that you're doing things on time. (laughs)
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not a last-minute rush and that you're – like two weeks prior to the wedding – you'll know like a lot of clients are like oh my gosh i just feel like i'm yes money money." yes you know a wedding planner will probably schedule that um so that it doesn't feel like such a a rush of the uh, you know at the towards the end of the
1: wedding planning yes but it's also fair to be said that in order for uh, a wedding planner to do that for you Mm. you need to have money available for that to be done Mm. Uh, a lot of things that clients don't realize is that you know People put off making appointments for you because there's no cash flow at that point in time mm. to secure something. Yeah. There's no point in going to see, you know, your day call markup or mm. going to see venues or going to see your dresses or anything of that sort. Because once the invoice comes, people expect payment within seven to 14 yeah. days. Do you that's, know what I mean? To
0: secure, and that's 100%. how you securing all your suppliers. That's it. Um Yes, you can meet them tomorrow, um, but they may be booked the next day because somebody else is coming. That's it. Them. That's you it. Know, that's how it rolls. That's yeah. how they roll.
1: Yeah. So you need to have – you need to also, when you're booking a wedding planner, I always say book somebody who you're comfortable talking about money yeah. with because it is a very private subject. Nobody likes to talk about – and, and it, it is. We start to know when our clients are getting paid, when they're going to get a big influx of money, etc., etc. And And people don't want to share that information. But unfortunately, when it comes to wedding planning – that information yeah, is crucial. Yeah. I think
0: when you start engaging that wedding planner, make sure you know what budget you've got, more or less, to spend before you even go. 100%. Um, you might be going for a consult just to start to understand what it costs. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, we know what it costs. Sure. Somebody who's never done a wedding before. We'll Doesn't call. have an idea. Yeah. So, you know, we've, you've, but have a, a fairly good idea of what have you got in the in Yeah. The,
1: in the... I actually want to speak about the consultation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with that consultation... People, I think, have a very different idea of what should be happening in that consultation with a wedding planner. Um, one thing. What should be happening? Yeah. So I always say that a consultation, number one, it's not wrong to charge for a consultation Mm -hmm. and it's not wrong to not charge for a consultation because at the end of the day, it is somebody's time and time is money. So I don't, I'm not going to fault anybody who's charging or not charging, but I think then the expectation should be managed. The first meeting or your first consultation with a wedding planner is not where she's going to be giving you advice on planning your wedding.
0: Yeah, or like steering you in. Oh, these are the people you should. Choose. Yes, yeah.
1: that's that's not the platform. Yeah. It's more of an exchange of information. Yes. You are getting more information about your wedding planner and how they operate and how they can assist you with your particular wedding. And, you know, you're trying to find out, is this the person for you? Mm. And they are trying to find out more information about your particular wedding, who you guys are as a couple and what they can do for you. So it really is more of an exchange of information. Don't go to a wedding planner. You know, some sometimes I find a client sits down and it's almost like they want you to wow them. You know, show me what you've got. or yes, or
0: show me what you've done.
1: Yes, or, or show me what you've done or whatever. Yes, of how many course.
0: celebrity weddings have you done? You
1: know, like, you know how <laughs> exactly, exactly. Name drop this and where yeah. have you been and that kind of thing. And, and that's not what that particular a meeting is for, yeah. that is stuff that I think you should have done in terms of your research mm. before meeting your wedding planner and seeing if, shucks, is this the kind of person, is this yeah. the work that mm-hmm. I want, mm-hmm. yeah, if, is this the caliber that you're looking for, so that when you get to that meeting, it really is an exchange of information mm. where you guys can reach the end of that meeting and see if both of you can possibly work together, you know, throughout this journey. And
0: that meeting, on, on average, what, what would a bride or couple expect... That length to be
1: about an hour and a half two hours yeah. minimum okay. um because it's a lot it's you know you yeah you're, you're covering so many details and you know you need all of that information in yeah. order to you know do your concept, do your design and and start moving forward and I find a lot of the times like you're saying it is a lot of educational you know yeah. first off you know i I'm fine. You're educating the client about what exactly the service includes and what it doesn't include because, you know, that needs to be clarified. So what does it
0: include? Or it, I mean, obviously, everybody, every planner is different. Right. They have different, they have different strengths. They have different weaknesses. Yeah. Um, and they have different passions as yes. well. Yes. So what typically would wedding planning include.
1: Yeah. Generally, and I'm going to speak about full wedding planning because that's, yeah. that's, that's usually what, um, you know, your clients will go for. Of course, you can't get and I'm sure we'll get into it later about the different packages and yes. standalone services or whatever. But comprehensive wedding planning should usually include some kind of a concept and designed mm-hmm. element to the service. So this is somebody who's going to take your ideas and turn it into something that's workable yeah. for your budget, for your timeline, and for what, you, you know, your venue allows or whatever the case is.
0: And give you a realistic view.
1: Of 100%. Yes, 100%. 100%. 100%. And, and my whole thing is, guys, be realistic. You know, even for new wedding planners, old wedding planners, everybody who's in the industry. I'm not a fan of people, you know, telling a client that, yes, you can do this for 120,000 Rand, where realistically you know that you can't. Because my whole thing is that if somebody asked you for an extra 10,000 Rand today, would you be able to give them 10,000 Rand today? It's not fair then. If you can't do it, why would you expect a client to be able to have an extra 50,000 Rand? Just lying around. It, it, <laughs> You know, you can't just grow. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? If you do, contact me, please. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, people don't have that extra money available. So be realistic with your clients. Um, I would rather a client say to me, you know, I'd rather postpone now and we'll do it a yeah. year later with a better budget mm. than forcing to do something within a budget that's, you know, not possible. How often
0: do you find that, that they come to you, they consult, you consult with them, and then they start to realize, okay, right, not now's not the time.
1: Yeah, nine times out of ten. Mm.
0: And I think it's going to happen more and more now.
1: Yeah, a lot of my clients don't know how much weddings cost. Mm. And it, it sucks to tell somebody that 250,000 rand is not enough mm. because it's, it's a, lot a lot of money. money. Yeah. It's, it, I understand it's a lot of money. But, you know, when people start speaking about the scales and they start showing you, you know, their Pinterest photos and, you know, the things that they like and, they and whatnot. They have yeah, you know what I mean? And for me, you know, all of my weddings are, you know, two, three, four hundred people. Yeah. So, you know, already I'm dealing with, you know, big numbers. And a lot of the times I have to educate my clients and say it's actually not possible. With yeah. this budget. With this budget, we can do this. But if we want to do what you want to do, this is the honest budget that you're looking yeah. at. And I find that I have a lot of clients who still book me because I was honest. Yeah. It wasn't about trying to just book the client or yes. whatever the case yeah. is. And I do have a lot of clients who go away and come back a year later or a year and a half that's later. Safe. Yes, because I did educate them and mm-hmm. I did let them know this is what it's going to cost. Mm-hmm. And they come back and they say, right, and don't be, now we've got the money we've saved. Yeah. Now let's do it or whatever yeah. the case is. And that's so, so much better. Yeah. Okay. But um, in terms of the, the full, The full planning So you have some kind Of a concept um, element Then of course You have budget management Mm. It's so so very important So like we're saying It comes down to money It always 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 Comes down to money You want to You want to have somebody Who constantly is aware Of how much um, And like Colin said You want somebody Who's going to respect your money You know what I mean Not somebody who's just Going to go around Booking things for you And uh, you know Client will deal with it And I always say I don't care what my client drives I don't care You know where you live Or what house you live in Or whatever the case is If you've said to me this is how much you have to spend. Yeah. That's what I have to respect. Yeah. I can't be like, oh, no, but she drives a range, so yeah. we're just going to go with this yeah. or whatever the case is. If this is what's given, then, um, you know, you need to respect and manage that. Then, of course, it's the scheduling. Mm. like we man- Like we said...
0: Yeah, and, and the
1: sites, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of all your vendors... Or yeah, kind of all of that, now. yeah. So I'm going to get to that. So um, scheduling, making sure that you're doing everything within mm-hmm. reasonable time. So you don't want to be searching for your dress two months before your wedding date because you won't actually get a dress yeah. within that time. Um, so, you know, if that is your time frame, then it's better to design, whatever, whatever. But making sure that you're doing things within reasonable time frames. And it's not going to stress you out. Yeah, and it's not going to stress you out. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, and with the scheduling, um, some clients... I. I I think this is what should be happening. A lot of wedding planners will be making your appointments for you. Mm-hmm. That's how the scheduling works. So it's it's a lot of managing diaries and you will then have to check with your people if they can make it or whatever the case yeah. is. Um, but they are trying to manage your diary with your supplier's diary and make sure that everyone's available for certain times. So there's that. And then, of course, um, is the whole supplier bit. Mm-hmm. And one thing I want people to understand is that, you know, people don't choose suppliers on a whim. I'm not sending you somewhere just because I like those people yeah. or whatever the case is. There's a lot of things that, um, wedding planners take into consideration. And I always say, first things first, supplier matching. People don't realize that there are gazillion suppliers for gazillion services. Do you know what I mean? You know, if you, if you just look in wedding decor, you know, on Google. Millions, 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 millions of hits. But the thing is that, um, different suppliers specialize in different things. Their taste, their quality, how they work on the day, the size of their team, the quality of their flowers, their creativity, all of those things, um, start to, start to contribute in how I now select which supplier is going to match this particular um, client best? As well as personality, especially when you're looking at people that are going to be working closely with your clients. So, people like the photographer and the DJ, those kinds of things, the personality is a huge, huge yeah, factor. Because, I
0: mean, especially the, the DJ, the photographer. Oh.
1: If yeah, yeah, if those people don't get along, mm-hmm. you can forget. No. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. So you you know your wedding planner is going to go through supplier matching, and then they're also going to go through you know briefing your supplier. It's very important. People don't realize how much work actually goes into briefing a supplier so that you can get a proper outcome. You can't you can't be vague. And mm-hmm. the amount of time that goes into briefing your supplier, then it's the quotations, checking quotations, comparing quotations. Um, you shouldn't be getting a wedding planner that only gives you one quotation. You do want somebody who's going to compare. Hair, you know, somebody who's going to give you the best And I always say, price is not the main thing Here, it's value, yeah. are you getting Value for money, you know exp- Can they
0: get the vision of the client as well That's
1: exactly right, are they contributing yeah. to the Full design, and um, I always say You know, the most expensive person is not always The best, but neither is the cheapest, so yeah. it really is About what is the supplier Adding in terms of yeah. value, and then of course It's your logistics with that particular supplier um, And then obviously the on the day Management, so the in terms of how many suppliers your client your your wedding planner is doing that process with.
0: What's
1: the average? I average about fifteen suppliers yeah. per wedding, yeah. but I mean I've that done a wedding, yeah, 100 percent, hundred percent. You can get you can get really huge numbers, but you know minimum you're looking at about between twelve and fifteen. That's kind of average yeah. of suppliers, but you know in. If you look at the comparison process, if your wedding planner is getting three um, quotes, quotes per, that number times by, by three, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot of communication that your, that your wedding planner is mm-hmm. dealing with. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you're going to have your setup management mm-hmm. and you're going to have your on-the-day management as well as your breakdown management. Mm-hmm. And that's usually like the full house service mm-hmm. that you get from um, from wedding planners.
0: What on average does a wedding planner how many hours does a wedding planner s- spend on your wedding on the day of the wedding?
1: On the day, you're looking at about anywhere, I'd say minimum 14 hours. Minimum? Yeah. Yeah. Minimum. So if it depends you all the just around, on that yeah. day, like if you are getting married on the 10th of November, yeah. then on the 10th of November, you're working minimum 14 hours, but yeah. you could go up to 18 hours. Hell, you could work 24 hours. We do what we do Exactly. Yeah. The so there's there's no cut off time. But I mean, in terms of hours that a wedding planner mm-hmm. spends on your wedding in totality… You're looking at anywhere from minimum, I always say minimum about 750 hours, all the way up to a thousand, a thousand five hours, depending on. And those hours you need to look at, including. I think we've discussed this before. Yeah, we, yeah, we did, we've I touched on it. And, yeah, like, and you shocked yourself. We shocked <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you're looking, if, if you're looking at 750, and I'm and including in that time, you know, all the driving time, the call times, the meeting yeah. times, you know, all the time you spend in front of the computer, all of that, you know, so if you calculate every single minute, you're looking at minimum about 750 hours all the way up to about a thousand, a thousand five hundred hours per wedding.
0: Can you, once your client is, uh, once, you're, once you've actually um, given all the details of, and those, your bride has actually booked her suppliers and things like that, she's paid her deposits, um, from a wedding planner's perspective, do you go to every meeting, whether it be the briefing meeting, whether it be just the meet and greet, whether it be your your mock-up, your final meetings. Mm. As the, Can the bride expect the planner to be at every single thing like dress fittings, like nipping and yeah, the, yeah, last, yeah, yeah. the last bit of alterations on the dress? Uh-huh.
1: Like every single cake tastings and whatnot. Um, it's not realistic. It's not a realistic expectation mm. to expect your wedding planner to be at every single meeting. There are meetings that... Absolutely make the wedding mm. that your wedding planner would not miss. Mm. Um, and then there are meetings that are nice to have. Yeah. So um, especially if I know the supplier and that kind of thing, I don't necessarily need to be at the meeting where they're meeting the photographer. I yeah. know the photographer. I know the prices. I know mm. what the outcome will be. That meeting, again, is more of an exchange of information and making sure that your personalities get along mm. well enough that you guys are able to cope on the day of the wedding. Um, so I won't necessarily be there for that. But it changes for different – I've heard of different wedding planners who do go to every single meeting and if that's the kind of thing that you require from your wedding planner then that's a better fit for you do you know what I mean I I always say with this wedding planning thing there's so many different ways that people (laughs) that I do for a living um there's so many different ways that people do it and um it's not fair to say that's wrong or that's right or whatever it does create I find in South Africa especially it does create a bit of a um a a gap or friction or whatever the case is, because people are now worried about, you know, if this person is providing this particular service this way, then am I forced to do it that particular way as well? But I think that's the same cry with every industry.
0: But I think that comes down to when you have that initial meeting. Yeah. You and the bride need to actually understand exactly. I know. 100%. We we had a client come in on on Monday. She's getting married 1st of July. Like, literally, we are from start to finish. Right. And, I, I do. I must be honest. I like sh- planning short weddings because there's, you know, you don't very have... little room for changing yes, of you minds and mind. yeah. You've literally got to do and done. Yeah. Um. And I don't know where I was going with that, but um. How I said to people? Her, how I said many? To her with the dress, like, do you want me to come to every dress fitting? I am not a girly type of girl. So yeah. I know that is not my strength, and for me to go and say, "Oh, that looks pretty," um, when it. It It does, does. but it's maybe it's not not a valuable input. I'm not a a dress stylist, so I'm not going to offer those services. Um, I can come with you. I can give you my. My opinion, but right. I really wouldn't value my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> being a rock star and all of that. But um, you know, so you've got to find out what I always ask the client. Hundred percent. How far do you want me to go into? Hundred percent.
1: And I think that's totally fair because mm-hmm. I think in the in 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 reality, the main thing is managing expectations. Yes. And if you expect one thing and something else is delivered, then you're always constantly going to be disappointed. Yeah. So be upfront with what it is you expect. If you do want a phone call every day and an SMS. And, you know, an update meeting every week or whatever the case is, say those things so that your, your wedding plan is aware because mm-hmm. you don't want to be disappointed further down the line. And now you've spent all this money and now, you know, you're stuck and you, you never want to feel stuck with someone. You want to have the options of, you know, do I move or whatever the case is. So, and I
0: think that's so important. And I, and I found especially younger clients they really want you to hold their hand 100% you you have the more mature clients who are maybe an executive they really couldn't give two hoots about all the little bits you don't and have pieces to email them every. it's just a decision and you don't have to literally keep them informed on everything so but maybe you are that type of yeah. person and you,
1: and yeah. you need that and you yeah. need that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and again, communicating and being honest, you know, I'm always upfront with my clients mm-hmm. and I say, you know, this is, this is so much that I can give you. And these are so many updates that I can give you. Um, and this is realistically how we operate. And, and I always say, you know, it's the same thing Colin Cowie said, you know, if, if it's worked for so many other clients, I don't think for our business model, it mm-hmm. should change for one particular client. Yes. It's worked and how we work has guaranteed our mm-hmm. outcomes. So this is how we work And if it works for you Great let's do it together If not You know All the best And on your way yeah. You know what I mean Um, In terms of costs You know For full wedding planning I think it's fair To get into that Because I think also People have a warped perception Mm. of how much wedding planning could possibly cost. Mm. You know, if I say to you, if you speak to um, anyone, a lawyer, Mm. accountant, anybody who charges per hour um, and they tell you how many hours they rack up in a month, Mm. they get paid at the end of the month Mm. based on the amount of hours. So if we're telling you 750 hours, Mm. you know what I mean? uh, Minimum, if even if you charged, I don't know, minimum a hundred rand an hour, that's already 75,000 rand
0: Mm.
1: on full wedding planning. Do you know what I mean? And you have to be... Re-
0: we really have scared ourselves every time we talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know,
1: what? I've, I've come to terms with it and I've said, you know, but if you look at... And I've, I've, re- I've really looked at, you know, how much work you put and how much commi- commitment you put into a wedding. And also your clients always realize after the day of the wedding. Because oh, yeah. it's, very di- it's very difficult, I think, for somebody to quantify phone calls and meetings and, like, brain power. Do you know what I mean? It would
0: it'd be fabulous if you could come up with some sort of app or some sort of program that is yes. actually programmed, like what lawyers do for yes. every phone call they charge you Exactly. Rand. Exactly. For and every, you get an invoice. Yeah. Doot,
1: doot, there's 12 <laughs> minute phone call at nine o'clock so at cool. night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, you know, what I wanted to get at is yes, there are people that are going to charge 5,000 Rand and call it full wedding planning, or whatever the case is. Um, and, and I don't know how. I don't know how, how they they're there? making money. I don't know how they're able to they're provide the service. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, I I don't I don't I don't know how they would get to that. But my whole thing is that you need to be realistic in terms of the amount of hours that are going into your wedding and the amount of work that goes into it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you've gone and sought out a professional to help you, mm-hmm. that already says to me you realize the amount of work that needs to go into, you know, planning your wedding Mm. if you want your wedding to be a certain outcome. So I always say realistically, minimum you should be looking at anywhere from about 20,000 rand. Minimum. Minimum. Uh, Like, absolute minimum. minimum. Mm. But, you know, realistic in this day and age, people are starting at about 35, 40, 50,000 rand and anywhere going up. Then that's a flat fee. You know, some uh, planners charge like a flat a flat rate fee. Then there are some planners that charge a percentage. And I'm not at all saying that that's wrong, but I'm just saying be aware that there is a percentage charge. And they could charge anywhere from 10% of the cost of your entire wedding all the way up to 25% of the entire cost of your wedding. Um, and that then really does depend on your budget. So then, um, of course, your contract would be very key in terms of exactly what is charged 25% on. Or the percentage is charged on But um, it is another way That people are charging So if for example Your wedding is a million rand um, Then that means that planner Gets 250,000 rand If they are charging 25% Of that particular wedding And and that's just how it is And that cost Unfortunately Sorry to jump in your mouth there And that, and that cost does not include Any travel and accommodation Should that be required yeah. So if you've booked A wedding planner That's based in Johannesburg And you want to get married In Cape Town then any travel and accommodation for the planner and their team would need to then be paid for over and above that particular cost because that is the cost for service, service and service alone. Everything else would be in addition. And sometimes when people hear, Oh, you know, somebody charging 150,000 Rand for wedding planning, that's, and then and then they say, Yeah, but it's just for wedding planning. That's the service people. It does that's not include two hundred rand an hour? That's only two hundred rand an hour. You know, and I ask I, you know, if you ask somebody, would you charge two hundred rand per hour? No, at work I charge, you know, four hundred and seventy five Rand, eight hundred and forty Rand or whatever yeah. per hour, and you're saying you're asking this person to charge even less than a hundred Rand per hour.
0: Yeah. I but, mean, if you if you work on a flat rate fee, um of say forty thousand rand, right. which there are a lot of planners out there that's that's that their fee. Summer, a little bit less. Right. Forty thousand rand for seven hundred and fifty hours it's um fifty three Rand an hour. I mean. I mean it just I mean, yeah, so yeah, brides just take Put, understand. Put yourself in those shoes. Hundred percent. Understand, and and that include that's all inclusive of like your telephone calls, meetings, patrols, all of that. that
1: all, all of that stuff. Um, um, and pure expertise. You know, the skill level. That's that's what you're paying for. So, um, do keep in mind that it's not a cheap service. You know, and I and I and I don't want to paint that picture. It's definitely a, uh, a service worth having, but it's a service that you're definitely going to pay for mm. realistically. Now, let's say you can't for full-on wedding planning, right? Kylie, what else can I possibly go to a wedding planner for? This is now somebody who only does standalone wedding planning, not somebody who does and decor and what and what.
0: I mean, it it depends on the, the the bride and groom or the couple themselves. They may want to plan their wedding. They want to attempt to do it and then just on the day pull it together. Mm-hmm. Then you've got on the day coordination. And that's literally that bri- that's, um, that um coordinator is there from start to finish of right. that wedding. So from 8 or 7, mm-hmm. whenever you're setting up, depending on the, digit- the logistics side of it, right. right up until eleven, twelve o'clock.
1: Yeah, yeah. So my thing with on the day planning is, I think the name it's is always yeah. yeah, it's it's so difficult. And a
0: lot of planners are, and I've spoken to a lot in the last yeah, month or so, and a lot of people are staying clear from it.
1: Yeah, we've stopped offering yeah. it this year. It just, you know what? It's just not worth the risk. And why we say worth the risk is like, <laughs> we have this no plan. idea what you've planned. Yeah. We have no idea how you got to those yeah. decisions. And All then the
0: supply. It's not. It's not. You don't have an idea. Yes, we do to a point because there's, you know, we. Come Come in a good couple of weeks before. Yes, but it's who you've chosen. Yes, and, suppliers,
1: suppliers, yes. Yeah. and the I quality. Yes, and the quality there are. Babs, it almost stage, stopped you dead. We were
0: just like. And Tommy says, "I'll support you if we walk out
1: right now." <laughs> <laughs> it was such and a viable I mean, option at that point. It,
0: it was literally because it was—it uh, was going to ruin yes. the reputation that we've built. This is
1: the thing. This is the thing. It becomes such a huge risk. Um. So the thing with um on the day is that obviously your wedding planner is going to jump in a couple of weeks beforehand. Um. And they're going to do some kind of a handover, and then they should be doing some kind of recommendation. So once you've handed over it's all good. your yes, yeah. yes, yes, they should be doing the logistics for the day. You know they kind of build your function sheet for the day but you need to have all your information ready um, so all of your invoices and all of the briefs that you've given the suppliers because another thing is you don't want that he said no but you said you. I, I only had to pay this and you were only going to bring this or whatever the case is all of your information ready that needs to be confirmed with all of the suppliers then schedules are brought up for the day and then they'll manage everything on there for you on the day take place, so yes place Yes. what you've ordered exactly everything happens the way you had planned and you can actually relax and then enjoy your day and getting ready with your bridesmaids And, and, and that kind of thing Let's
0: Talk about like on the day Especially when you booked your own suppliers um, A couple need to give the, the the planner or the coordinator For the day um, A bit of leeway Because for instance that The one wedding They had brought in a dance floor And the the, the setup crew mm. Went through the night to try and get that dance floor right And on the, the morning at like Half past four in the morning I walked in and I was just like, this there's is no not way. going to work. Yeah. People are going to hurt themselves. Yeah. They cannot dance on this dance floor.
1: 100%.
0: The bride you can't get hold of. The groom you can't get hold of. It's, you know. Executive decision you time. You have to allow that that coordinator to be able to have, to, yeah. to make an executive decision. Yeah. And there's going to be cost implications. 100%.
1: So, 100%. I think it's also fair that, um, you know. Wedding planners and, and suppliers that are in the industry, it's very important that you take note of that. You know, a lot of people just let things happen because that's what was paid for. Fight for the right thing. If something is delivered and it's not right and it's not working, make the choice to either, you know, go up to the supplier and correct it and make sure that they go back and they fetch the right one or whatever. Because a lot of times people will be like, oh, it's so far or the trucks are all out or, you know, all these other excuses no, or whatever not the case. You know, now I have to deal with it. Absolutely not. Mm. If the client has paid for one thing and this is what been agreed on mm-hmm. and something else um, is delivered. Then make sure that it's fixed with that particular supplier. And if not, like Carly's saying, you need to give the power to your wedding planner, whoever you've chosen, to to be able to make executive decisions on your behalf that you will then have to pay for after the fact. Oh, and
0: then it becomes a it becomes sometimes hot a issue. Part. Hot no, issue.
1: It's... Hot, hot issue. Uh, people don't read But then again, it just does. It makes
0: you start to think as an on-the-day coordinator, maybe you should take a Refundable deposit, yeah, of, so that say, you're 10, able to 15, pay for these things. So that you can actually make that decision. And
1: I don't think I don't think that's a terrible I idea. A idea. I don't that's think that. it's a terrible mm. idea. And people that are or do offer that service, um, and and clients that are looking into that service, mm. I think you should look into having that extra bit of kitty mm. that you're you're going to give to your wedding planner or whoever's in charge, so that they are able mm. to make those decisions on mm. the day. Um, you know, especially if a wedding's going to be happening at home. There's so many small things that people don't think of. Yeah. Um, even staff costs. Now we need an extra four people, but yeah. they haven't been paid for, or, or or ice, oh, or you know, glasses, or That's whatever the, the case is. Yes, ice. ice. Yes. And who's get it? Exactly. <laughs> now I must drive to the garage and empty the freezer yeah. into my car, whatever. So,
0: question: um, In terms of a wedding planner, when you book a wedding planner, do you just book the wedding planner, or as a couple, do you can you expect that person to have an assistant? Um, are you booking a wedding planner plus her team? Are mm.
1: you, what are you? So I think this is something again that you, as a couple, need to be comfortable with. Mm. Um, Wedding planners are small businesses, mm. incredibly small businesses. A lot of them are one-man businesses mm. where they have ad hoc staff that come in on the day of the wedding. But their offices operate as them themselves. Mm. Do you know what I mean? A lot of them may not even have an office. They may, you know, operate from, home. yeah, working from home or have a coffee shop or whatever the case is. You know, that's where you may do your meetings. And if you're not comfortable with that situation, then maybe that's not the person mm. that fits for you. Um But it's not – It's it's – I don't know. Some have assistants. Some have full teams of 6, 8, mm. 12 people. Mm. And some are one-man shows. And it's just a matter of, are you comfortable yeah. with that particular thing?
0: If it is a one-man or one lady or business, mm. what happens if something had to happen to her on the day of the wedding? What? How can a client... Um, ensure and trust that that Mm -hmm. that planner but then also ensure if there is a what happens yeah
1: you see that I don't think is the client's baby however it is up to the business owner to have an answer for that question
0: but ask the question you
1: have to ask the question because what if God forbid there's a car accident Mm -hmm. It's not even a matter of this person wasn't coming to the wedding or whatever. What if something does happen? They get bronchitis, whatever. They cannot now make it to the, will, wedding. Will the wedding. I mean, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, literally life or death has to take me away. But anyway, um, what if something happens and they can't come? And you need to have an answer to that question. And they need to let you know what is the action plan should that be the case. Yeah. Um, and it's not fair to just be like, oh, it's never happened before. That's mm-hmm. not an answer. Mm-hmm. You really do have to have a concrete answer or a plan of action of what's actually going to offer. Or what's actually going to happen? Um, another service that's on the rise um, in terms of wedding planners is somebody who's going to manage purely all the decor elements for you. They call it decor styling. So um, essentially, this does not mean your wedding planner is the decor person it's Mm -hmm. not the person that does the flowers or the decor yeah it's purely somebody who's going to manage your design of everything aesthetic so everything that's pretty and everything that looks nice um, and your decor and that kind of thing and they're going to design everything around that and you're going to give them a particular budget for that particular item Mm -hmm. and then they will then do all of the briefing and the you know getting supplies and comparisons or whatever else but purely only for decor decor supplies Mm -hmm. so that's your florist your, your decor hire items your furniture, your lighting, um, those elements, not necessarily your attire and your, you know, those kinds of things. That's not part of, of, of that service. So you can hire somebody to manage because people do figure that the decor, um, the decor is a huge element. Mm. And it's also a huge budget element. You know, other than your venue, your decor does um, take quite a lot of your budget. So um, you you may say, okay, well, maybe it's a cost thing or comfort thing. Let's get somebody to manage only that. And maybe on the day, maybe you'll couple the services instead of doing the full-on planning. That's still available.
0: Then when it comes to rehearsals and Mm. rehearsal dinners, can you expect your planner To be at the rehearsal dinner And be at the rehearsal The
1: actual rehearsal of the wedding Mm, I always say to to my clients I'm your wedding planner That's what I've been hired for Mm. Um, And rehearsal dinners is a new thing for South Africans Mm. It's not our thing actually Mm. You know to be honest
0: You would actually charge a separate service for
1: that 100% it's a separate service fee You know a lot of your clients will say to you (gasps) Rehearsal dinner Rehearsal dinner yeah Yeah. Um, Sorry uh, rehearsal dinner But a lot of your clients will say It's the same as bachelorettes And all of those things Mm. You think because you've hired a wedding planner Anna, now uh, your wedding no, <laughs> now, no, no, now no. they must now no. they must do all the functions that yeah. are associated yeah. with the wedding yeah. it doesn't well, work like your that diary, yes well, so I know we're,
0: we're not booking any schedule scheduling anything on that day 100% but we're not planning it
1: yeah because another function means another function I need yes. to then plan entire. Uh, that means an additional fee for that particular function you've paid me for your wedding anything else is in addition to
0: but you can expect your planner to be at the rehearsal she is Yes. A major part of 100%.
1: The rehearsal yeah. Of your and the back. rehearsal, you know, one thing people must understand, the rehearsal's not it's not a huge it's theater not production not a huge thing. like <laughs> Chill know, out.
0: Things. If you've got a wedding planner, I feel right. you actually don't need to have a rehearsal. To
1: be, to be honest, yes. Because I always say, I mean, it's basically people practicing how to walk, which we all know <laughs> how, how, how to, to do, um, and standing which side or whatever the case is. I will say, if you are getting married in a church, perhaps Catholic or yeah. Anglican or whatever the case is, then it's actually necessary because the priest has particular rules on, you know, when you must stand and what and what and what. And that's fine. But, you know, for normal ceremonies that are happening in the chapel, then it really is a matter of walking. And I'm standing right at the door, usually anywhere. So I can tell you go now and smile and stand on the left. You know uh, (laughs) everything is tucked in. In, and and, you know, the the back of the dress is fine and all of those things. That's that's not a huge thing. But your 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 rehearsal is not supposed to be this huge thing. And if you want to do any dance routines or whatever the case is, that's not a rehearsal that your wedding planner is concerned with. That is something you gotta do on your own time, with your bridal party, and make sure that it's right. You know what I mean? But um, rehearsal dinners is a full-on function, um, you know, catering, you know, photography, a little bit of decor, whatever. All of those things require planning and require time. And if anywhere it's important, it's here. You know, time is money. And any extra time that you need from me, I have to charge additional oh, And I find sometimes form. the
0: rehearsal dinner is like done the night before. Not a good tends idea. To have a fabulous time, mm. and then when it comes to the wedding, they're all tired. <laughs> and they're hungover.
1: Hungover <laughs> is the main thing, yeah, because it's very difficult to like pull yourself out of a hangover. Yeah. It's, it's...
0: <laughs> then, like, um, after the wedding, what can a client expect from a wedding planner?
1: Yeah, um, you know, your wedding planner's job is not done until you get your photog- your photographs and your videos. But even before that, there's a lot of Breakable deposits that you've paid on a lot of things, or cutlery, whatever the case is. And that stuff needs to be paid back. Mm-hmm. And your wedding planner should be managing the admin around that, yeah, making you're sure. On yeah, you, you're usually not. Yeah. Oh, honeymoons in South Africa, it's mm-hmm. starting to become touchy now yeah. with, you know, amounts of money or whatever the case is. But you're usually unavailable maybe for, yeah. for that particular and
0: make thing. make sure as a client, you are, or as a couple, you've given the banking details to your wedding planner. Where they need so to she be, can be refunded. Make sure while you're away, those refunds.
1: Are happening Yeah 100% So they'll be managing that Anything that needs to be returned Any higher items You know your hoop skirt For your dresses Any suits that need to be ripped, You know veils are now on higher All of those things Need to be returned So your, your wedding planner Should be able to take care Of all of those details for you And of course make sure That you do receive Your photos and your video That yeah. is when the job Is really over
0: Yeah and then Like for instance The day after the wedding When everyone's doing All the collections As the planner You would generally have Either you Or somebody in your Team making sure when the truck comes for the mm. criteria and crockery, mm. that that is going back, yeah, and that is one of our. Dirty jobs hey?
1: Yeah um, ah. I hate it I Put on hate the it I don't I think There's anything I hate more than break Breakdown in the world yeah. I just I want to die A little bit Especially when you've Provided your own cutlery. Yeah Like oh my gosh Because you have to Count You have to be, oh, You know I mean I mean It can be Rotting It's glasses It's all kinds of things It really is a horrific 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 job <laughs> um, And can you imagine If you've got You know If you had 400 guests And you've done Done all the glassware, cutlery, and the and the crockery. You usually have over two thousand pieces, yeah. you know, that you need to count of each item, and it just it's a full day job and whatnot. And and, it. Yeah, this it is really, not really is. Yeah, and already even the wedding planning, uh, even the wedding on the day, it's a lot of physical labor. So, so you,
0: you had a wedding recently, and you actually counted your steps. And I remember how, how many kilometers did you do in that day?
1: Yeah, I did about fourteen kilometers. Fourteen kilometers. Yeah. That's on crazy. average on on average on a wedding day I do about ten. Yeah kilometers with my feet and that's if i have like my phone on me i don't know how many times i don't even know how i yes or something like that so um you know you do a lot of distance and it's a lot of carrying and it's a lot of stress and people don't realize how much work i mean we love it It, it, you know i don't think anybody could get into this if they didn't love it somehow
0: like sometimes on the day you're like why do i do this yes especially when it gets to about 10 o'clock and every
1: part of, of your, your body, body is killing you. Yeah. And I mean it happens so many times where people can't even drive home because their yeah. legs are seizing. Yes. Like you cannot change oh, yeah. gears, you cannot press on anything. Well,
0: you bend down and you're stuck
1: there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, like, like, and I was ah. yeah. <laughs> like, are you okay? But you know, we, we put ourselves through a lot on mm. behalf of our clients. Mm. Um, and I think that is physically, right and, mentally, right. Because, and emotionally. And emotionally, because yeah. Because Let's talk about that. Right, the emotion that you go through. People, yeah.
1: I mean, I still to this day cry at all of my weddings. At Mm. some point, I will be in a corner. uh, You know, yeah. You know, it's bitters. It's yeah. It's bittersweet. It's it's number one relief. Because it's a lot. It's been months of planning and you're so stressed about, you know, if my client's not happy, you know, it could be. Because my whole thing is, first and foremost, I don't want to spoil your wedding day. Yeah. And that's for me like the overriding factor because, yeah. you don't. it's such a huge part of somebody's memories and they're starting their new life. And you don't want them to look back on this day and be like, oh. My word. You know what I mean? So, you know, number one, you know, is this person happy? And number two, it's been months and months of planning and stressing and all of that stuff. And phew, it's come together. So number one is relief. Number two, it's genuine happiness for my clients. You know, it's love and you see their families and everybody's so crazy, crazy happy. But I cannot tell you, like, it's also a a little bit of a cry of the end. Do you know what I mean? Because you are so emotionally invested. Yeah. And I don't think it's something you can help. There is no switch off. No, it's
0: like how much how much emotion does a bride experience planning her wedding? Yeah, You're doing that every single, single time
1: day. Plan yeah, we're planning a wedding. yeah, hundred percent. So it's it's a lot of of emotion that goes into it, and a lot of and with that emotion, you know, the stress and the pressure that comes with that is so 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 much. I mean, the divorce rate in the wedding industry is crazy mm. crazy high because it's a lot of commitment that we give our clients, and you just find that. You know, by the time people get home, there's nothing left. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I don't have to. <laughs> now I have to service you too. <laughs> um, so, so it is, it is a huge, huge commitment. Um, and it is, yeah? Yeah, uh,
0: it is. I yeah. mean, if you look at the wedding industry, it's made up of a lot of people who've endured a lot in their
1: relationship. Mm, mm, mm. So, so it really is a lot. When, um, when you are choosing a wedding planner, I think it's, it's fundamental that you choose someone that you genuinely like. Yeah. Um, and I don't care about. I always say, you know, leave your expectations, you know, at the door. Whatever. Yes, do your research. I think research just helps you understand if somebody's credible and if yes. they're able to deliver yeah. on what they've said. And once you've ticked those boxes, then go into this first meeting with an open mind and and really try and figure out if this relationship can really yeah. work for so the both it also of you. Comes
0: down to like, yes, you can go on people's reputation and their mm. credibility, but don't just go and choose a planner because they've got. This massive name Out there Mm. They've maybe done Mm. A couple of Celebrity Celebrity planners And whatever else Mm, mm. It's all great In the amount of Instagram followers And Facebook Mm, mm, mm. Do you genuinely Like that person Yes It's so It's crucial Because you don't Want that person To constantly be Putting their ideas On you all the Mm, time And their style And stuff You want somebody To be able to Bring your your personalities out in their yeah. own wedding. Yeah, and
1: and and it's a relationship, so they need to be yeah. give and take. So both of you need to be contributing to the relationship. So um, you need to choose somebody that you're able to to talk with and you're able to gel with, and somebody who you you know trust yeah. and trust wholeheartedly. You know, a lot of my clients when. Especially when we start to get towards the end of the process and the wedding is drawing closer closer, they they'll always say, Oh, thank goodness that we trusted you with this or whatever the yeah. case is because people don't realize, you know, you are kind of having to trust a stranger to tell you how to spend many thousands of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot. So yeah. um so yeah, there is a huge, huge trust element to it. But um I think the main the, the main lessons is find out what you're paying for. Um figure out if this person works with you, if this person can work with you. Um, can you guys build this relationship because it's a long time I mean you can plan a wedding some people plan for over two years know, it's crazy. you know what I mean so um, and also communication styles and and trust and also just the end product is this person you know based on their portfolio or whatever are you going to get the the result that you're looking for
0: so I hope we've answered some of your questions we've given you a little bit of insight on <laughs> about the world of <laughs> wedding, our planning. wedding planning services. yeah um, so it's it's really a it's it's a fabulous thing for us to do. We love doing it. Yeah. And uh, we hope we've shed some light on it today.
1: Thanks so much. Cliffcentral.com